answer that way Ooh. i do only to you oh, oh okay <laughs> and i don't even Good. remember why yeah that's weird hello? yeah you sound weird hello do your friends make fun of you no <laughs> really <laughs> really do you do you like rant crazily to them when you hang out with them or are you like a regular person i'm a regular person except on the podcast and twitter oh my gosh Wow. I can't are imagine you, that. Like, are you serious? Yeah. When we hung out, like, within 30 seconds, you were angry about something. I don't remember like, that. I don't There's no salt on all. the table. Something. <laughs> okay, maybe you should ask my friends whether I rant or not. Maybe we have different <laughs> definitions. Yeah. I got to get a few beers in me before I start raining, but I was just wondering. Um, I think I'm it's sure because my... I have different friendships. Like, So you talk about politics with all your friends? Because I don't. Um, a lot of them because they're very much like me. In fact, most of them are probably more right wing than I am. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. The 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 tough thing now is like people who who know that I'm you know political. They haven't seen me for a while. The first thing they open up with is like the worst. You know, oh, I would right-wing. hate that. Like, yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, I have to. It's almost like I'm not saying I have a split personality. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have different friends from different stages of life. Yeah. And so you have different interests with right. them at different times. And I have yeah. made it a um, kind of important <laughs> to keep politics out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, Very smart. I don't want to talk to them about it. Yeah. Well, you're smarter than I am. Um, you are much too tiny to have a split personality. I have many. You, there's not enough mass there. Like if you tried to split your personality, it would. There's not. It's. You know, Wouldn't work. No. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, you can't have it. Um, how, so how how are you? Um, I'm okay. How are you? It's been a while. No, no, I'm good. How are you? It's been like a month, hasn't it? Now, maybe not a month. You didn't say it, it right. The last time that we spoke, um, it was pre-Halloween. You're supposed to say, "I'm good. How are you?" I did that already. You said, "I'm okay. How are you?" Okay, it's been a month, so let's try it again. Go ahead. I'm good. How, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, yeah, it's, it hasn't has it been a month. No, it hasn't been a month. It's been like uh, two weeks, I think. No, <clears throat> I think so. Boy. The last time we had we had a podcast, I asked for a Halloween report, and you had stopped buying stuff for Halloween. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's I'm really bad. Pretty sure yeah. it was before Halloween. 
Well, you know what happened is uh, I went to that stupid game and I got uh, sick. Oh, yes. And you thought you had the COVID. Yeah. So I thought I got the I thought I got the vid from uh, Buffalo. <laughs> I'm still kind of coughing a little bit. And uh, that's not almonds. That's uh, and that's, it's not the vid either. The vid. No. Um, but, uh, but so I took a test and uh, it was first test that I've taken and, uh, it was definitely invasive. You had to shove things in holes and then, uh, yeah. test them. And, uh, I guess I didn't study enough because, uh, it came back negative. Oh, I thought you were going to say you put it in the wrong place. Oh yeah. No, 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 okay. no. No, I definitely studied that part. <laughs> Made sure to get <laughs> that one right. Is this one of those 15 minute tests? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How accurate are those? Are they pretty accurate? They, I think they are more accurate for giving false positives than false negatives. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then. But I'm not good. the other way. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then, um, then I I went out to um, a club and uh, stupidly, and uh, I talked to a bartender that I hadn't seen in like a year. And uh, he told me that the last time I was there, that everybody got sick. And I'm <gasps> like, really? The last time I was here, I got really sick. And he's oh. like, yeah. And then I thought, damn it. And then I got <laughs> sick again. So. Wait, that was the time you really thought you had the COVID, the last time. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was the same place. Okay. Wow. It's bad. Yeah. So anyway, I've been having a fun time. How about you? Um. Well, right after you got over the COVID, I got sick. So neither one of us have the COVID, but anyway, that's why we did not record. That's why. Sorry. I'm deeply sorry. So there's, I don't know, there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Um, What's your, what's your like general sense about politics right now? Like, how do you feel? We're generally very general. Yeah, generally, I just want to keep it at arm's length because I get, I got really excited on the, Virginia race and New Jersey. And then I told myself, pipe down self, things will probably get worse. But it does kind of seem like it kind of forced a a, a move back to a little bit more equilibrium. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hopeful, but it seemed like it kind of neutered Trump a little bit. Yeah, Um, Yeah, let um, let me ruin your joy. Oh, dang it. So I only was, had a little. Yeah. I was accidentally listening to um, David. Uh, who's the who's the Christian guy that everybody hates? David uh, NRO guy. No, oh, Harsony? Not him? Harsony. You never, you, you never say that right. I it's never Harsony. say it right. Yeah, Harsony. I can't say it either. Uh no, no, wait, wait, wait. It's the it's the be- the guy with the beard, and uh, I think he's with Joan Goldberg now. Um, David French. Well, David French. <laughs> Everybody hates David David French. So um, I was just I don't know I la- I latched on to one of his uh, I think it was because uh, Chris Starwell was on there It was really good. Okay. But wow, he was just like uh, yeah, like this is you know it's good that the pendulum is turning, but think about what is going to happen because the Republican Party is going to learn the exact wrong lesson, which is that if they keep turning, if they keep being loyal to Trump, that they're going to win elections because that's exactly what's going to happen. And I'm Do you like, think that's oh, what they've learned? I've only saw like one moron say that. <laughs> well, 
that anyone who opposes him is being kicked out and anyone who opposes him is being censured like uh, Liz Cheney and whatever. And so the lesson they should learn is like in Virginia, they ran uh, – no, nah, he was not – I don't, wouldn't even call him a moderate. He was just moderate in tone, right? That's right. He acted, <laughs> like, he he acted like a normal person. He acted like a normal person, yeah. Like, you know, I like to uh, run normal people and they'll yes. win. But that's not what they're going to learn. What they're what, and this is what Trump himself is 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 preaching, right? He's saying that that uh, the Democrats ran against him, and that's why they lost. And unfortunately, I think that is what's going to happen. I is hope that not. yeah? Well, we'll see. I think but, they uh, they both will learn the the wrong lesson because the Democrats are going through their own version of that right now. Yeah, with absolutely. oh, we need to double down on defending um, critical race theory. And alienating Hispanics and people of faith. I I really think I really think you're seeing right now who believes their stupid left wing narratives and who uh, doesn't. Because the people who don't really believe that America is racist, they're going to learn they're going to learn the real lesson of Virginia, which is that, oh, wow, we should maybe run more moderate voices. Right. Right. But the dum-dums the morons like joanne reed they actually believe that they really do is like white supremacists versus uh uh, you know martin luther king jr and if they lose then they have to conclude that the forces of white supremacy are winning it proves it proves it to them every time regardless of whether the lieutenant governor is uh, african-american Or right, yeah. uh, the attorney general is Cuban. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. <laughs> it all fits and, into there somehow. And at a certain point, it's like, look, even if you really believe that, you have to know that screaming that at the top of the lungs isn't going to win you any elections. Right. Like, you have to persuade the white supremacists to be a little more moderate. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, you're just, but you're it just seems like that's them. happening on both you know. sides. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said of, it because uh, you knew I was going to eventually get to it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does no, happen on both sides. This is the struggle, right? The struggle is this. this is, and, and I guess this is kind of the genius of American politics is because it's free, You, whenever one side starts winning – and they get enough power, then a small group of extremists in that group <laughs> says, aha. <laughs> yeah, the yeah exactly. <laughs> like, aha, if I, if, if I uh, hold hostage the power that we have, yeah. then they have to listen to us and swing, right. swing the whole party farther to whatever side I want. And that's happening on yeah. the left with AOC and the stupid squad. And unfortunately, I do think that that's like we shot ourselves in the foot when we uh, we we went a little too far right and yeah. uh, the pendulum swung back away from us. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I think so, the only yeah. person I can remember after the Virginia race that like absolutely learned the wrong lesson, and it was um, what's her name, Rana, the one that is a Romney but gave up her name yeah, for Trump. Rana McDaniel. That's it, Rand, Ronald McDaniel, who came out and said that this proves, you know, all these things about Trump. And she got <laughs> roundly ratioed on Twitter because it's like, you stupid woman. That's the absolute <laughs> wrong thing. That is not what you were supposed to learn. And then on the flip side, you've got the Democrats that are lashing out at um, James Carville <laughs> oh, for telling yeah. them to, to stop so being weird. so absolutely weird. 
stop talking about things in a way that regular Americans can't even fathom the words that you're using. Yeah. Stop oh being God, weird. So smart. He's he's just I mean like that guy is uh he could save the Democrat Party, but there's He two, could. Two. You know who else kind of could? <laughs> and you're gonna think this is a weird weird thing, but Chris Matthews. I know he oh, went yeah. he went yeah. down, you know, with some yeah. weird um Accusation. allegations no, ac- I, accusations. I, I like them. I, I liked him too personally. I, I was not agree with his politics, but he was yeah. definitely more of the James Carville type. Right, right, right. Yeah, and I think that's good for America. I think to have people on the left who are who we disagree with, we would right. never like agree with, but they're going to be a little more centrist. They're going to be a little yes. more, more, and they're going to make deals with us. They're going to yes. say, "Hey, how about I give you this, and we get this, and we move ahead." That's good for us, yes. but. That's not what we have now. What we have and MSC, is, NBC doesn't have that anymore now. It's all no, been they, replaced. No. And it's crazy because a lot of the people are like former Republicans. Right. Oh, my God. That makes me so angry. <laughs> oh, what is man. it? Oh, everybody just sells out. It doesn't matter. This, I don't understand this. This is this is really bizarre. Like wh- what I don't get is. This today we had uh, this week we had uh, Tara Setmeyer. Remember her, oh, the yes. black lady. She she kind of lost it when she joined the Lincoln Project. Oh, man, and she yeah, she's far gone. And, and this is the thing, like I can understand. I definitely you know have a soft spot, spot soft spot and sympathy for people who um, were very turned off by Trump. I did said, in I, the beginning, but now it's become a brand. Uh, no, right, right, right. I think there's two kinds. I think there's the reasonable kind who just said like, I'm still conservative, but I can't. I'm yeah. not gonna, I'm gonna, you know, uh, get get down with Trump and the Trumpists. But then there's the the weirdos that are like, I hate Trump so much that I'm gonna betray all the principles that I said that I believed in. Like that, right. that it's weird because I have like, to betray my principles I, to be true to my principles. Right. That's what I don't get. Like, I get saying, eh, my principles lead me to criticize this man and I can't follow him as much. Right. But for somebody <laughs> to be like, this is against my principles and then I'm going to burn them all down and join yeah. Like, that's that's crazy. I I even could see somebody say, this man is such a danger that I have to join the people who are resisting him. Um, in a in like a practical matter, but that's not what they do. And we're they past that spouting, now. Yeah. They start spouting liberal like yes. like like principles and ideals, yes. and it's like she said that the Republicans are just using the Southern strategy, and that oh, screaming geez. CRT is like the N word. Oh and come on! Like what? Like did you believe that? that? That's the thing. Like did you not believe that when you were a Republican? Because that makes you – because if you did, like if you didn't, you're a moron. And if you did, then you're a complete hypocrite and right. you're kind of you're kind of a piece of crap because you were pretending that something you thought was racist was not racist. Right. And uh, yeah, like it's all ridiculous. It's, it's so sanctimonious too because, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe she even believes that as she says it. It's just so – Yeah, yeah. Uh, Whatever. It's there not- are always going to people that are going to be involved in in a movement that probably don't have pure motives. But overall, right. the anger you're seeing is that parental involvement is being squashed. They're being maligned. They're being um, labeled 
terrorists in some in some ways, and they're just angry. And it's pent up anger from schools shutting down. It's ridiculous to say that it's only about CRT. It's not only about CRT, and I don't think yeah. it was in Virginia um, no. by any means. It had a lot right. to do with no, the teachers unions and yeah, with them yeah. shutting no, down schools and COVID and all of that. There's yeah, there's COVID. There's uh, the mask uh, debate. There's yes. Vaccine mandates. There's uh, transgender students in bathrooms and whatever. Right. And uh, and then you're talking about like how sex ed in in the class. Like there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, things. Now I do think <coughs> that some of the some of the craziness um, from people who are really upset. It's it's like well, look, you always had the right to to right. tell your public schools what they should teach and you should use that like i think a lot of the anger is animated by people who never participated and now yeah. they're freaking out because horrible things are happening in their schools yeah. and it's like well you should have been participating right. before you have an outlet to change this you should use that outlet and i think i actually think a lot of this stuff is going to die down over yeah. the next year because all of these activists if they're not unless they're complete morons which some of them are um, they're going to now start voting themselves into office, into these public uh, school right. boards, and they're going to be more representative of the parents who are there. And then right. it's going to work out. I think I'm still, I, of course, there's still going to be some, you know, controversies and there's going to be demonstrations and whatever, but not the way it is now. I think I think the like misrepresentation in school boards has caught up to people where you had people who were very liberal and they were now implementing these things and parents were looking the other way hoping that you could just send your kids to school and it right. would be on autopilot and everything would be great and not now i'm not blaming them it should be that way you should be able to trust your school board right. but the way you ensure that is you show up and you vote and you make sure that the people who are there are not left-wing jackasses right. that's that's exactly what happened yeah, for a lot of these people things <laughs> did just kind of go on and work for many years and so yeah. they just kind of check out and they're not right. involved in one interview i saw that was interesting related to virginia was one father who said that he um first became worried because he was working from home and kid was in zoom school and could hear some of the material that was being taught in the classroom yeah. that he never would have even known about that he thought was yeah. objectionable. Yeah. Wow. And so I wow. think that might have been wow. eye opening. I thought of that. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. So, so yeah. for the first time, they're actually spectators to what their kids are hearing. Right. And if you're hearing about, you know, whether it is the the absolute definition of CRT or if it's CRT inspired or right, it's liberal, right. you know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. words. Yeah, that, there's a lot of there's a lot of very dishonest semantic argumentation going on right now with people who say, you know, this isn't being really taught. Right. Um, but but like we all know what we generally mean when we say CRT. You know it when you is, see it. <laughs> the left is bending it to be like all like as if we want to stamp out all racist all teaching about racism in history, which is absurd. I, I do think there's probably a few people that are doing that, but not to the extent that they're right. so both both sides are kind of exaggerating here. Like 
some on the right are, are exaggerating the extent to which CRT exists in public schools, but it does. And, and, it pl- and, the, and the people on the left or, yeah. or the media like on CNN, I, I get right. so annoyed with those interviews where they're so yeah. obviously going for, you know, clickable sure. viral shows by saying there's no CRT, there's no CRT. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know exactly what is happening. So right. if you're adhering to a very strict definition of that, that's fine. But don't say that the issue isn't there. There are CRT-inspired lessons and, yeah. you know, yeah, teacher yeah. training oh and all of these things. And it only undermines, um, first of all, the media, which <laughs> doesn't need any help at this point. But it, it undermines people believing in anything that they say because the parents – aren't stupid, especially if they're at home and listening in on Zoom school and are hearing what their kids are learning, or if they're looking at some of the documents that have been uploaded on government websites about trainings and stuff that the, that the teachers are receiving. It's just stupid that we're getting wrapped up in these very clinical academic definitions. Right. Yeah, it's dishonest. It's, it's, it's really dishonest. dishonest. You know, um, uh, when when you have like uh, when you have uh, teachers, you know, teaching white kids to you know feel feel bad like to have bad feelings about it it's like well that's not that's like you know you can teach facts about history you can you can teach dishonest facts about history but when you're shaming children it's really bizarre like that's that's, abusive i think that's abusive yeah i do think you know i do think it's this um there's a tendency in in teaching now where you want to get their emotions into these lessons because that's how you get them to really stick. But I really feel as if we should probably just stick to the facts because yes. when you start bringing in your emotions, you they, that you can abuse that very easily. Yeah. And and uh, you know, some teacher with a bias is going to be able to abuse that very easily. Right. And and I was thinking about this the other day actually. Um, I hadn't tied it into CRT, but now that I think about it, I. I really have always had this um, antipathy towards stories where they show teachers doing like outrageous things to teach their students. Mm-hmm. And and the, uh, there's one that just blew up, right? And I wrote about it. It's this uh, lady so in Riverside, in California. Yeah. yeah, where she was teaching Sakatoa, and she was and she <laughs> like did an Indian dance and you know for the longest time for years and years it wasn't a problem until there was a native american kid who who's definitely woke because the kid took a video of her crazy dance and uh um it's, it's i i know that that kid is taught by uh, activists because the the words that he used she he or she i don't know what it was but they said uh they said, I felt like she was doing violence to me. Oh, and it was geez. like, give me a break. That, like, nobody talks like that. That's the language we heard from the campus yeah. activists five yeah. years ago that we yeah, said, yeah, this yeah. is going to infiltrate other organizations. Right. People said, no, it's just college. Yeah. Well, no, they that's... grew up and they screwed everything up. No, it's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, now, here's the deal. I, you know, I wrote about this. I actually emailed the, uh, the, um, school uh superintendent down there and they responded um about this i said listen you know like i was raised in southern california i went to these math schools i've taught in some of these schools like i think this is ridiculous and they they did they didn't say anything but they said yeah we got your letter anyway whatever (laughs) (laughs) but my point is this 
is that um, we often praise teachers for ma- doing these outlandish things as if that's um, that's how you reach kids. But I think that's that's we shouldn't be doing that. I think we should be teaching kids that. You know, it's your it's it's kind of your job to go to school. And, yeah, it's boring. And you should just accept that and learn anyway. Like, <laughs> like Is there not because, some middle ground between making it entertaining? And uh, not- no, 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 no. Well, OK, well, let me let me just make my argument. There, there probably is. But if we're trying to prepare these kids for life, what are we teaching them? Are we teaching them that work has to be entertaining? Are we teaching them that like. You know, anything worthwhile has to be fun and exciting and like, you know, thrilling to your passions or whatever. That's bullshit. Uh, you know, if you're going to be a garbage man, that's not exciting. You just got to do it. If you and and most things in life that uh, are are like productive of virtue and goodness, right. it's a slog, man. It's yeah. not fun. You know, if you have a, a parent who's ailing and you have to take care of them, that's not fun. There's right. nothing that's going to make that fun. You just have to do it. For many people who have jobs that they don't like and they have to simply support their families, that's not fun. Well, you're training kids that the only thing worth doing is fun. When right. you go to school and like everything is about thrilling them and making them excited and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, yeah. math is exciting because it's freaking awesome. You don't have to have, you know, holograms and like, you know, movies and whatever. Like, no, just teach them how cool it is. Uh, be, and I got this when I saw Have you seen this commercial? It's for uh, Meta. You know, the new Facebook. Oh, yeah. I have not and, seen any meta commercials. Okay. So there's this commercial where, um, of course, they're they're uh, they're children of color. Um, there's like four black kids, maybe an Asian kid and a Hispanic kid, and they're like in a museum. And they walk up to this. Um, apparently, it's a it's a famous painting. I don't I don't rec- I didn't recognize it. I had to look it up. But it's uh, it's like a uh, it's famous painting from you know 200 years ago where. This guy had uh, never seen the jungle, but he read about it, and so he painted it, you know, what he thought it looked like, and it was like a lion attacking a bison or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, an important uh, piece of uh, of uh, uh, painting history. And so the kids go up to this painting, and the tiger turns to them like it comes alive in 3D, and, uh, and this music starts coming up and they start dancing and uh the whole jungle like comes alive and it sucks the kids in and the point is that in meta you're gonna be you're gonna see these paintings come to life and it's gonna suck you in 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 this uh you know terrifying to me it is kind of terrifying (laughs) i'll send you the 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 commercial and and i guess i looked at that and i instantly recoiled because i thought look if you have to do all this crazy crap to get kids interested in this painting, they don't care about the painting. They right. care about the crazy crap. You're teaching them to only be stimulated by special effects, to only have this explosive like experience with everything. And it's like, no. If you want to, if if you want someone to appreciate a painting, they have to have like the 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 the. I don't, I don't know, like this peaceful way of the looking stillness. at it, to suck, to... <laughs> a stillness about it, right? right. Where you're, where it's your mind sucking you in through yeah. the details and, and you know what's actually there in the art, not 
this fantastic, you know, uh, immersive uh, digital thing. Yeah. I think I think there and there's a lot of stuff like that now where I, I just see it a, a lot, you know, and, and I've always railed against iPads in schools because uh, because of that, they yeah. You know, they present it as if it's this new technology and it's going to help kids learn. And I'm like, look, uh, 100 years ago, kids were learning fine and they just had chalkboards and they learned yeah. way more than we did. Why I is that? I feel like this is intersecting with your be true to yourself rants about oh, Disney. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into that again. I think the I think the Papillons are sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them had not even heard of it, which means they're not listening to us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> because we've ranted about it many times. Yeah, we really only have three rants, we and do. we just go back to the same ones over Basically and over. Basically, so. Again. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, that's my that's my little thing. I mean, of course, you know, some I had I had some really good teachers who you know brought history alive through storytelling, and it was great, or through really cool projects. Yeah. But but I think we're going overboard with the digital immersive, you know, blah blah blah. Like you shouldn't need that, and and if you need that, then you're training kids to be dependent on that to give a damn about anything, right. and that's not good because they're not going to have that when you go to a historical site in Colonial Williamsburg, or you know, you go to uh, there's a there's a hill in New Jersey where George Washington once stepped on as you know his troops uh, crossed the river to right. go attack the British, and that's all it is. It's a hill. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing there. <laughs> and I, I stood there and like was tearing up. It was so amazing. You're not going to get that if you train these kids that everything has to be a fantastic, amazing, digital, immersive experience. What's that crazy know? interactive game where people went around and tried to capture things? Oh, dang it. What's it called? Huh? No. Uh, you're thinking of, uh, uh, yeah, the... The, with the little animals. Yes, with the little animals. I can pers- I can see Facebook turning these historical sites into something like that. Yeah. Where you've got people running yeah. around with their phones trying to capture tokens <laughs> at battlefields. To well, they're going to be prizes. trying to. Yeah, they're going to be capturing. Uh, wow. Well, Pokemon. Yeah. That's what it is. On there it is. Yeah. Dang yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, and then you know some some witless uh, school teacher is gonna make one where you're like capturing slaves and it's gonna oh, be horrible. Oh no! <laughs> Don't cat, do it, people. You know they will. It's gonna happen. Yeah, thirty years from now, I'm gonna still be you know reading uh, news articles and then uh, I'll see that and I'll send it to you in okay. uh, I don't know probably on uh, on, uh, on what is it? <laughs> on Getter. On Getter. On Getter. <laughs> Getter. <laughs> Dumbest name. <laughs> I still can't believe they named it that. And then Trump didn't join it. It was fantastic. <laughs> you know that dude is just like begging him to get on Getter. Like, please, relax. All Trump me. wants to do is get back on Twitter. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he's suing to get back. He's suing to get back. Literally. On. He he had this interview with uh, with uh, Onan and uh, he told him he's like I don't I don't want to get back on Twitter it's boring now nobody likes it uh-huh. millions leaving it and uh, it's boring now you know what they did a favor for to me by kicking me out of there I don't want to go back and I wouldn't go back and then you know three months later he sues to get back yes on. of course he does oh my god <laughs> he cannot stand that being the center of of all um, attention on Twitter or yeah. journalists. Journalists probably can't stand it either at this point, as much as they were right. so excited. Yep. <laughs> um, Are you okay, the, sir? 
<laughs> no, I'm dying. How was the catsup on the candy corn? <clears throat> catsup on the candy corn? Yeah, for Halloween. <clears throat> Do you know want to know something? I went out and bought two huge bags of candy, and I only had one group of trick-or-treaters. <laughs> oh, wow. One group. I still have two packs of Halloween candy. Oh, that's not good. The neighborhood cat came by like four times to get cat treats, but no children. Oh, wow. Did they, did they drop anything off? Did they drop anything off? Yeah, the kid, the cats. Oh, I thought you meant the not kids. The kids. <laughs> like, not that I know of. No, the cat did not leave me any gifts. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, not like usual yeah um yeah well for halloween uh i did the, the most wonderful thing which is i went to a bills game in in buffalo and uh that was fantastic the a bills game on halloween is the one time i can wear my wrestling mask and not be worried about someone saying is that super mexican um <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a that was a really great time but uh yeah let's see oh let's clear something up on that trip because i got sick right around that time but we had a conversation where i said and i need someone that that might be in the papillon group with us to confirm or deny this that you told us that you lost something on that trip yeah i don't know what you're talking about are you kidding what me what is she talking about i didn't lose anything i swear you, you told said us that you lost an apple an charger. apple product yes an apple charger that's a really weird thing for me to make up. <laughs> yeah, it is a really weird thing to make up. So in the past, I have uh, I've left my AirPods in New York and then had them mailed to me. You've also and, left uh, your phone behind one time and had to go back. I left it. my phone behind one time. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> um, that's uh, that's yeah. In other trips that I went to go see the Bills, because uh, there's a lot of drinking. There's a lot of drinking done up there. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. Are I didn't you lose telling anything. me that didn't happen? That did not happen. I think you made it up. Why would I come up with something so weird? Well, if uh, if the Papillons remember anything like that, they should call in. Call in the next 10 minutes. And, call in uh, the next 10 minutes. Send yeah. us a message. I stole that joke from a, from a Bills podcast. These guys, they do uh, the Rock Pile Report. They're so funny. And they do the same thing we do. They record it, and they put it out. And so – they they keep doing they keep making this joke you know call in if you know the answer, but every time they do that they laugh as if it's the first time they've ever made that joke it's really funny I'm like I think every I, podcast is that way you just I guess so have, yeah, I guess you so. have the same yeah, jokes yeah I guess yeah. that's right um <clears throat> we what was the oh I have this written down I barely remember this oh I remember this were you were you upset about the Cracker Barrel TikTok or the video? Oh, no, I was not. Oh, we should we should not starwalt that though. Yeah. You sent it. You oh, sent I it. it off. I mean, Barrel t- Yeah, but I was gonna start going into what made me mad about it because yeah. I very very clearly remember there was a woman in a red apron that I wanted to punch in the face. Right. Um. <laughs> There's only one person in that whole thing that was really annoying, but I don't think it was that annoying. I think it was people wanting to hate. You know, people from New York City. Oh, um, no, no. She was very, very annoying. She, she was definitely annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's this video, and it's weird because it's like the video is – what was it? Like Millennials Try Cracker Barrel for the first time? Millennials Try Cracker Barrel. Yes, they had okay. to leave the city to go to New Jersey to find yeah. a Cracker Barrel. This is – okay, this is the weird thing is that the video was not Millennials Try Cracker Barrel for the first time because – 
if like there's plenty of millennials who go to Cracker Barrel and they've never and that's not right. their experience. So it really was like New York City millennials. Yes, exactly. And, that, and everyone just kind of assumed that. And I think that's because everyone in our media, if you're a millennial, it really means what? You're from New York City, you're right. from San Francisco, and then sometimes from L.A. Like, that's what it really means. Which is there's, annoying, honestly. Which is annoying because there's millions and millions of millennials who are, you know, from the podunk states, too. Right. So, just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. But, uh, but yeah, and they don't. Like it, it, we both do it, right? Like the left just assumes in the media that all millennials are on their side, and we also then assume that all of them are on their side, and we right. do the same. So whatever. <laughs> but but so they did this, and uh, <clears throat> so I mean, half of the people were like, "Oh, this is actually really good. This is really good." Or they Most would say, of them "Why?" Were just out, we're out of their normal, you yeah, know, what they're used to, which is fine. Right. Yeah, and they're like, oh, I like I wouldn't go out of my way to eat this, but it's fine. It was right. actually kind of a boring video. The only time it was interesting is that one snotty a-hole, which was... The serious. one with the red apron that I wanted to wrap it around her face. Right, and why was that is because she was seriously condescending. So and condescending. elitist and kind of classist about it, right? Um, the, the other thing that was kind of glaring about it to me is that... There really is a big divide, and part of it is political, part of it is generational, but between people who think good food is large quantities with a lot of fat, grease, sugar, and other bad stuff. What's the last one? Those those are the big ones, I guess. And salt. Those are the food groups. Right. And then there's other people who don't mind smaller quantities – as long as it's delicious, and sometimes they like uh, specialty stuff. Right. And these people, I think most people are fine with both, but in the media, I think they're always battling each other. Yeah. Like conservatives who who uh, conservatives like make it a point of pride to be like, I don't eat greens, I don't eat <laughs> vegetables. Like, yeah, you're clogging up your arteries and you're going to die 10 years sooner. I only eat meat. And it's like, I, okay, I get it. Like, I love steak and I definitely, you know, but I do eat a lot of vegetables because I'm trying to stay alive and be healthy. <laughs> um, and then, but then on the left and the and the younger people, they're just very condescending of they anyone who doesn't eat, you know, kale uh, for two meals out of every th- out of every day. We did and have kale in for two meals last week. So. Oh lord, oh lord, oh man, I can't do kale. Kale's one thing is like. Oh, oh I love so. kale. You love kale? really? Wow. I, do. I guess I I do. I like it if it's mixed into in a salad with other stuff, but. Like on its own, it's pretty horrible. But, but yeah. So there's like a lot of dimensions in this one video. But everyone should hate that condescending a-hole who with the red apron. Oh my she, gosh, she was so condescending. You like? I'm, it's not like if we were gonna have a date night, I would say let's go to Cracker Barrel. But right. it's comfort food. Yeah. If we're traveling, yeah, yeah. we're if we're gonna sure. stop to eat somewhere, it's probably gonna be Cracker Barrel because it's comfort food and it's fast. It's not something uh, that we would choose to eat. Um you know, just on any old night of the week. But I mean, it's not like I am unfamiliar with all of these unhealthy Southern delicacies. (laughs) These are knockoffs of stuff that my family in Mississippi would make like any night of the week. Not healthy for you. 
yeah. but comforting and delicious. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. some of it is very classist, kind of like um, yeah. looking down, yeah. you know, yeah, wearing yeah, yeah. like in, you know, in small town Mississippi, you're not going to have kale, but you're going to have collard greens. <laughs> so it's almost like it's just like, why are you looking down on each other? You're eating things that are similar. <laughs> you know what we do? It's it's just human nature where you, you want to you naturally just latch on to the extremes because they're easier to define people by the extremes than to appreciate the the shade the you know shades of distinction right um but if you do that i you know i think you get along better but instead of just saying like oh all millennials do this or all you know uh uh, fly, uh, what is it? Flyover state people do this. Like clearly, yeah. that's not the case. You know, you have you have a, a, a spectrum of of people, but it's our minds just naturally do that. Yeah. So everybody commenting on that video commented about the a hole with the red apron, yeah. not like everyone else who was who's pretty normal and you know yeah. not condescending and just like you know okay with it because right. that's what we do it's just what we do but yeah. anyway yeah i thought it was interesting um I, let me say this i've only been a cracker barrel once in my life in my entire life i'm thinking it's i don't know this for sure but in the places that you live they're probably not plentiful in the south you're gonna get one every 20 miles on an interstate <laughs> Uh, yeah i think i know i think there's one nearby that i've never been to the only one that I went to was out of state. Uh, I think it was in New York, actually. They um, are but I know, quite I know plentiful all- in the southeast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah if you're are. on the interstate, there's going to be a Cracker Barrel to stop at. It's yeah. just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's why they called you the candy yam, ma'am. <laughs> they candy do yam. have candied yams, because I will sometimes get a vegetable plate including candied yams. <laughs> The hash brown casserole, the collard greens, and the chicken and dumplings. <laughs> um, let's see. You know what happened uh, between the last podcast and this was the big uh, milk debacle. It was oh, a debacle. I wrote that down. Yeah. Yeah, that That's was. How uh, Twitter, Twitter screws up everything. You know, it is it is being dragged out now. I just posted this in the in the DMs. There's a big debate battle now over inflation, right? Because it's really weird. There's now economists arguing that some of it is good for us. And I'm like, mm. whoa, what? Like, <laughs> like, wow, for the last, you know, for like all 75 years of my life on this earth, uh, yeah. inflation has been a bad thing. And yeah. now you're telling me that, that all that of a sudden it's not. Are you telling me that that's <laughs> not for some kind of um, political purpose? Yeah. Now, I, I do think some of the arguments are are like not great, but but you at least have to consider them. But most of them are driven by political, uh, right. you know. Um, that political agenda, but but the one the one that really just like got me so upset. I'm actually glad we didn't record right after because I was really angry about this. Is the insane response to that CNN uh, report oh, yeah. about about inflation and affecting like regular families? And what they did is uh, uh, they had this guy. Wait, did we talk about it? No, we no, didn't. No, we didn't. No. No, because so, I wrote it down on my list of things to discuss. Yeah, um, it was 
actually a really good report. It was very even-handed. In it fact, was. it wasn't even even-handed. It was just like not political at all. They that just was what went, was wonderful about it. That was, yeah, it was great. So <laughs> they went to a family in uh, in Texas, and uh, um, they just interviewed them. And it was a big family. And they said this right up front. They said it was a couple, and they had two kids on their own. They they um they adopted a kid and they loved it so much. They loved the kids so much that they kept adopting. So they had like five adopted kids. Yeah. And then they had one other child that was in some kind of foster home situation that they were working out. So tons of kids. Now, I like, look, this is what's bizarre to me. I think conservatives, like we know people like this. Right. Yeah. And and so we naturally have like your your heart softens to anybody who takes in that many yes. adopt children because you're like, wow, that is a hard life you're choosing and you're doing it out of love, like complete love for children. It's awesome. You can't help but like people who do that because you know them and they're amazing people. Right? right. I think for many on the left, they don't know people like that. So they they have no response. And so they went on to say how inflation was hurting this family and they took them, they went on a grocery store trip and the responses to this news report were mind blowing, like hateful, like accusing them of lying and, uh, and accusing the reporter of like trying to hurt Biden. Like, Oh my gosh. It was like so obvious that it was like, they didn't care about lying or um, saying hateful things about this family as long as it was in service to their political. Right. And it's like, Guys, uh, how can you exist on this earth and not have sympathy for a family like that? It, I th- I really think they've been brainwashed by like global warming stuff to yeah. just hate big families and to be like uh, to to be um, like I don't know if it's envious, but just have this hatred for big families is so bizarre. And they just unleashed this torrent of rage against. I couldn't believe it. The it thing so- that they latched onto was specifically about the milk. the milk. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they said, I do think it might have been slightly exaggerated. I might it, give them it that. might have been, but overall but like, to latch onto that and to obsess over like, well, it was only a dollar fifty in the 1950s, and blah, blah, blah. it's like, guys, it wasn't about the milk. It was about you know inflation right. hitting your entire grocery bill and everybody's talking about it how can you be so like tone deaf to think that you're going to take down the cnn report and come uh, come out looking good when you're ripping on this family that everyone else is sympathetic to it makes you look like a complete uh, jackass like an a-hole with a red apron that's what it makes you look like Uh, (laughs) i want to punch you in the face it was amazing. Yeah. So the family said they said that they go through what was it, twelve gallons a week? They do. Yeah. Twelve gallons but, of milk a week. But I mean you've got you know, you've got freaking seven kids or whatever. Right. No, it's five, seven, eight kids. And, you know, if some of them are teenagers and they were, they were they were big, like they were, you know, in their teens, you can go through a ton yes. of milk. Jeez. I think maybe what's that? I was gonna say, geez, just in our family we go through yeah. a ton of milk. There's only I, three of you us. Know, that that still seems a little high. Maybe they exaggerated just to just for effect. 
Um, and then they went through the numbers and they said that they used to be able to buy milk for a buck fifty, and then now it's like three dollars or something. I think maybe that might have been slightly exaggerated. I don't know, but, but it also was, we don't, we didn't know their particular situation, yeah, and even yeah. even the CNN reporter said, you know, there it can be cheaper on certain days, you know, right. locally, or yeah. if you buy it through Walmart, it's cheaper. I mean, I get the feeling most of these people on Twitter that were commenting have never bought the first thing on a grocery list at a Walmart. And so they don't recognize that prices can be that cheap if you're not shopping at um, Wegmans um, (laughs) or or Whole Foods. They can be that cheap, but you don't recognize it because you're used to spending $5, you know. Wait a minute. Is is Wedgies like considered a like middle class, like more? That was another one that came up when – Brian Stelter tweeted a picture of the. Uh, yeah, oh, so he, right, 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 right. So right. he got in on it the yeah. next week, oh, um, like ribbing about. And he took it from the. Oh, now I'm going to get angry. Because <laughs> the whole point was the price of milk, not yeah. that you couldn't find milk, you couldn't jackass. Find uh, so he took a picture yeah. of the milk section commenting about how all the milk you could want. That there was no milk shortage. Nobody said there was a freaking milk shortage, you jackass. They said it was more expensive. Oh, my God. That drives me so crazy when people take a legitimate argument and then argue about something that nobody else is even saying is happening. But, But, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the way you avoid that is you don't exaggerate in the first case because you allow you give them ammunition to say, look, you know, your your numbers don't quite make sense on milk, so I'm going to crap on your entire report right. about inflation, which is just stupid uh, when the entire report still is something that resonates with most families, large or small. Right. Everyone's free bill is going up unless you're upper middle class or higher where you just don't care, you know, because you send somebody out to get your groceries. Uh, it's, you know. It's going to hurt. Right. It's going to hurt a lot. So, yeah, I couldn't believe it. It was so bad. But I do think what you said is key. There's a, again, it's the same divide. It's people who eat out a lot, who don't cook at home. And so they're not going to grocery stores a lot to buy these products. So it doesn't affect them right. as much. They All they care about is like how much they're going to tip, you know, their, yes. uh, their their waiter or the the DoorDash person bringing them right. their food, and so they don't have a clue, and, and and that's why they rip on people that that suffer because of their grocery bill getting higher, and so I I really do think that you know so many of these stories these outrages you really can make sense out of them when you see the divide between you know different classes and different um just situations you know I think when right. you're when you're when you um, when you're college age and and after before you get married and have kids, your mindset and your economic disposition is just like yeah. black and white from yes. getting married and having kids. It's just so different. And I think conservatives like you try to raise your kids so that they always have that mindset of like, eventually we're going to get married. So we should act this way. Eventually, I'm going to have kids. So I should act this way. But liberals don't. They have the opposite where. We read this all the time, right? Liberals get married and they're like, oh, my gosh, the world is completely different now that I'm married and I have kids. And they're shocked by it because they never 
considered that the that the world would look different when you have yes. you know uh this thing that looks like you that you have to yeah. protect love more than anything in the world like all of a sudden y- your values yeah. completely change and i think that explains so much of these like you know differences between the the way we look at things and whether you go to cracker barrel or not right. but uh but yeah or or whether you put on a wrestling mask me- mexican mask and go to uh, <laughs> this game on halloween no that goes across all classes i think, think oh so? my gosh there were these people from miami it was a miami dolphins game right and uh i thought they were gonna fight me because Why? i was you so do? loud i was so loud like i don't think you understand how loud i get like i i project my voice i used to be uh <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a teacher. I know how to project my voice, and uh, the, I, I've had people like be upset at me because I'm so loud. And that's what you do at an NFL game. And uh, wow, they were really upset. Were they still, really? I start, yeah, I started chatting with them, and then they were fine. But so we we sat right at the front, like the it was crazy. I got these seats right at the front, about the 50 yard line. Incre- the best seats I've ever had unbelievable and the later i watched the the game and you could see us you really see. yeah wow i'll show you some screenshots it's amazing but there's a few of them where you could see the miami dolphins fans staring at me like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing anyway um oh and some of the some of the team players would turn around and look at me like why is that guy so loud <laughs> That's crazy. That's awesome. But anyway, I lost my voice and then I got sick and uh but it was a great time. So You probably spread it over half the field too. I probably did. I probably wow. yeah, whatever I had um any Buffalo Bills um players get sick the next week. <laughs> well actually they did, yeah. There was a few but I was I was on the Miami side, so uh, oh, okay. so I don't know. Got sick over there. But uh uh-huh. but yeah, oh, it was such a great time. It was really fun. I think we might we might go to another game pretty soon here but all oh, we were thinking about going to the saints game but oh if you yeah guys aren't gonna show up, then, then we're not going to be there no, if we if we were we'd go and we'd meet you and um i'd probably rant some more you probably would um make threats against the federal government and uh what? you're going to be with your dumb family so whatever i am, I am. maybe if um, y'all make it into the playoffs and there's a game somewhere nearby Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what happened last time, right? Yeah, that's what happened yeah. last time. That was yeah, two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Well, it won't be the Saints. It'll that was the before times. <laughs> hey, it's, yeah, it was the before times. Hey, maybe it'll be the Falcons. And, uh, oh, jeez. We could meet up in Atlanta. Let's not speak of the Falcons. That was mean. That was mean. I shouldn't do that. that um, well, I guess it wouldn't because they're the NFC, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well. well. Do you have anything else on your little list? All right. I wrote something down on my little list, but it doesn't make any sense, so you're going to have to explain it to me. Right. I wrote down Etsy virtual tissues. Virtual tissues? I have no idea what the heck that, that that's. Virtual tissues? Hold on. i got to go back and see if I can find it now. Uh. Etsy sent you virtual tissues. Oh, <laughs> That's right. What's that about? <laughs> so I was, uh, what was I doing? I think I was actually watching a game. I think it was like the terrible Titans game where we lost really badly. But um, yeah, so I was looking for things to distract myself because the game was so horrible. 
and uh, there was a usual. Okay, usually these commercials do not affect me. Oh my gosh, all. whatever. You're a big baby. I am a big baby, but I don't. I try not to admit it on, <laughs> on you know, when I'm being recorded. Okay. Um, so they had this Etsy commercial, and it was like uh, this this Mexican mom and her daughter, and they're cooking for. Uh, Thanksgiving, and they're like, oh, that's how my grandmama used to make, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever with that crap. You keep trying to reach out with your Latinx outreach. It's not going to affect me because I'm a big grown man. And uh, and then they bring out like some, I don't know, some ladle or some crap, and it's got her, her grandmother's name, and, and she's like, oh, grandmama, whatever, you know, Maria would have loved it if she were here, and that got me. Oh! <coughs> I'm choking on some almonds. Yeah, so I, I definitely would have laughed. Yeah, oh, it's bad. I'll send it to you. It'll make you tear up. But so I... Uh, so I tweeted, uh, I said, uh, why are you making a grown man tear up, Etsy commercial? Damn you. And uh, I didn't think they'd respond because I didn't tag them or anything. But, yeah, they, they responded. <laughs> they sent you virtual tissues. <laughs> they said sending virtual tissues, which is BS because you're Etsy. You should be able to send me, like, monograms, you know, decorative, like, real, you know, handkerchiefs with my uh, logo on them. But whatever. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, and then Jilly called me a big baby because she's abusive. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, but if yeah. they only knew you are a big baby uh, it's, i don't have to admit these i want to edit all of this out it's okay. right, right at the end you're gonna right forget that's funny man i forgot all about that um let's see we got the milk privilege the cake oh man i, I guess you don't really want to talk about the travis scott thing that was so horrible the travis oh god that was horrible oh. That was that was terrible. I <clears throat> for some reason <clears throat> when I saw that originally I thought it was in New Orleans because why did I think that? I have I, no idea. I, man, I make I make zero sense. I thought <laughs> New Orleans. This is how my brain works. You were excited about the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series, right? Right. Yeah. And and then in my mind I knew there was going to be a big celebration and I thought there might be violence at the celebration. Oh. So when I saw that I thought this happened because of the Braves but then my mind connected it with you being happy about Atlanta and I connect you with New Orleans so my mind just said why is everyone rioting <laughs> it's in New short Orleans? <laughs> it's short circuited is what you're telling me. Yeah. yeah I think I did catch something at the Bills game. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was horrible, and uh, he—I think he's—he's he's probably culpable and deserves. Oh, I think he is for sure. I mean, I didn't beforehand because I did not realize how many times in the past he'd been cited for disorderly conduct and like encouraging yeah. people to rush the stage and go around security and stuff. But that's like a pattern that he has made, and then it happens and people get killed. That's. Um, seems to me like he's culpable. Right. Yeah. That's pretty. Uh, that's very admissible in court. Um, what was? Uh, oh, I had something. There was a there was a weird thing about how people were accusing. Uh, oh, these people are so dumb. Oh my gosh, TikTok people. I, I just, like they can't. People can't 
just say like this horrible thing happened right there's some tiktok video that went out that edited a bunch of stuff from the concert mm-hmm. that made it look like travis scott was some kind of satanist what? and that's why people died it's oh like, i missed that calm down already it's, it's just you know, it's, it's, it's just, bad enough people you don't yeah, have to yeah, yeah. create yeah. stuff I no i missed that all right, I, I got a lot of stuff to send you. Oh, there was one. <laughs> there was one thing. This is going to be very short. <laughs> this is great tweet. I swear, some of these tweets it makes me seem like CNBC and these like um, these uh, money uh, organization, money news mm-hmm. organizations. They're yeah. trying to make people hate the rich because this is what the tweet was. Here's how this 30 year old making ninety five thousand dollars a year was able to buy a $250,000 home. And I'm like, I don't uh, need a tweet for that. Right. I don't need an We article. already knew that was possible. I don't need a video that if very easily anyone making that much right. money can buy a house at that price. That is not yeah. – I, I, I don't – I was I just like, it. what's wrong with people? And they, they do these other ones where, oh, they're so bad. It's like – this is how a 30-year-old or like a 25-year-old was able to pay off her $100,000, you know, student loan in just three years. And then you read it and it's like, oh, well, I lived with my parents for three years it. in their, you know, villa in Italy. Of course. <laughs> like, what? Like, like, you're purposely doing this to have people hate the rich because there's definitely ways to do these things, you know, by saving your money and not, you know, not spending, but. They go this route where it's like, oh, only elitist, you know, uh, wealthy people can do this. Like, oh, my gosh. Right. But, yeah. Anyway. So that's it. Okay. Well, I don't think Everything I have good. anything else on my list. Okay. My list is pretty sparse. Sparse? Yeah. Sparse? Uh, we'll make it a word just okay. for just this podcast. Okay. Uh, all right. Sounds good. Well, um. I'm glad you're feeling better. Sounds like you're feeling better. I am. I am. Okay, good. Yeah. Hope you get better. Thank you. Thank you. All you right. too. You've been coughing up along the whole podcast, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no almonds within sight, so it's natural. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Talk to you later then. All right. Bye bye. Did you say goodbye? I can see that. You can stuff that in your rectum. And you sound like you got oh, you were like lying. you were so a lying corn cob stuck up your ass. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. And you're gone.